Welcome to the Let's Wrestle Podcast with Dan and Nico. I am Nico. And I am Dan. That's what we do. And uh, we're here again for another week of just random shit we want to talk about. Um, just, damn, we forgot to pick an actual <laughs> conversation starter. Um, but really, like, there's so much to talk about in terms of uh, news and things that are going on. This week is going crazy. As you know, the Royal Rumble is only just next month. Um, it really feels like the Royal Rumble is going to pick up something. I don't know. I said it earlier today. It just feels like the Royal Rumble is really going to bring something new or like shit's going to hit the fan. I don't know. I, I have that feeling. What about you? Dude, yeah. Like, um, I'm so excited for the Rumble because, like you said, it's going to kick something off and it's going to kind of finally show us where they're kind of heading into WrestleMania. Apparently, we'll get into it a little bit more on uh, later, but apparently the card is set. Uh, I just want to start to see how this is going to come together, man. But um, it's the next four months. It's going to be uh, an exciting four months for wrestling. So I know it just, it, it hasn't really felt, I mean, the rumble is always something that's very, it's one of the big four um, pay-per-views that WWE does, but for some reason um, it does feel like, uh, like something, something big is growing and, and it's, there's, so many factors. Cody Rhodes, uh, possible return. There's a The Rock, um, possibly returning, and uh, just those two things alone would just freaking make everything insanely like must-watch TV. I feel in terms of a wrestling fan. I mean, it's not going to be like that Attitude Era where it's must-watch TV, but as a wrestling fan, it's going to be must-watch TV. Um, but with that being said, let's go ahead because we have a lot to talk about. Let's go ahead and dig into the dirt. Alrighty, so uh, small news here. So Kylie Ray just made uh, her WWE debut. Um, her name is now going as Brianna Ray, and she was actually in a main event taping um, prior to Raw uh, this past week. So that's pretty dope. That's pretty dope for Kylie Ray. Um, I know she's had her uh, ups and downs in the industry. I mean, we really started seeing that happen uh, shortly after she had joined AEW um, about three years ago. And she's just uh, battled substance abuse, a lot of different things, depression. Um, so I'm really happy for her. Uh, this seems really dope. She's a great wrestler. So time only tell exactly where she's going to be. Um, she could be on, she is on showing up on main event, but um it could be either she going to nxt or is she actually going to be on the main roster uh we do sometimes see nxt superstars on main event so that's why i'm thinking nxt also uh what are your thoughts about kylie ray actually coming into raw or wwe i I don't think that um she's actually signed yet but i think she will um like you were mentioning she was she had joined AEW, which she was going to be like one of those original women wrestlers that they had um but then i had read at that time that she asked to be released from the contract because of everything that she was going through um and then i think months later when she kind of had gotten some of that straightened out she showed up on impact um and then i don't remember what else i had seen her in after that but it was a surprise to see her here um working this main event taping uh and i think she can be a a likable character from what i've seen of her on the main roster but 
Um, yeah, man. I mean, that's that's cool. Yeah, we'll that's see what her, what her gimmick is because um, she's normally a positive type gimmick person thing, <laughs> um, almost like a Bailey, like an old Bailey character. Um, I know that they made the connections back back in the day. I say back in the day; it's only been three years. But when um, she was really um, showing up uh, for the wider wrestling audience to see, um, yep. a lot of people were, uh, you know, showing those uh, I don't know, similarities between her and, and Bailey at the time. Bailey, I saw the interview that she did with Chris Van Vliet um, a little, like maybe a year after AEW had started, and that had happened. And mm-hmm. I got to learn more about her, and she she seems like a, a likable person, and she did uh go into detail about this some of the stuff that she's uh gone through so uh yeah man happy for her yeah um it's really awesome but going forward um just some more uh bright news uh regal uh has come out and just well he said it before i've actually heard it on the podcast i believe maybe i'm wrong maybe i'm thinking i heard it but uh regal um has basically let people know that uh, Vince McMahon actually let him out a month earlier of his contract so he could join AEW um, with Brian Danielson and to continue to get paid uh, or continue to pay him until the end of that month. Um, so I think if I'm understanding correctly, Vince uh, not only uh, let him out early from the contract, but also waived his non-compete clause. That way Regal can keep doing what he does and, if you don't listen to his podcast, you would know that Regal has always spoke highly of WWE, never had any ill will. He kind of always stated that um, within his podcast, um, just because, I mean, he doesn't hold any ill will, which is rare when it comes to people being let go from WWE. Yeah, man, I actually saw this video yesterday, um, and I was I was like, damn, that's, that's pretty cool, Vince, to do that. And I have always heard that Vince is good to those people that are uh good to him and i you know i would say regal's been very good um to wwe and vince uh i mean he's been around since what 2000 or 99 or who regal uh, regal yeah when he came from uh, wcw oh okay okay i was like what are you talking about but <laughs> like he's been around longer but yeah but then wbf yeah 99 i think and that's because he was let go for a short amount of time because of I think substance abuse, or not let go, but sent to rehab. I can't remember. I well, yeah, I mean, it's something that um, he was going through, not anything that WWE kind of put him in a shitty spot or whatever. But no, yeah. no, yeah. But they did. No, cool. nah, yeah, it's really cool. Good news, good news. And then it's a little, uh, here's some little bit of downer news. So Matt Riddle has reportedly failed multiple drug tests. Um, According to Body Slam, Matt Riddle failed the drug test leading into this year's SummerSlam, um, as well as a recently taken one. Um, that's the reason, apparently, why Riddle has been written off TV with the attack from Sola Sokoa. Um, so now Matt Riddle is out, and it is something to note that WWE no longer really tests for marijuana, apparently. Apparently, I could be wrong. I think they do. I think they find... Um, if I'm not mistaken, they just pay their friends up, for, up front. But it's not seriously taken. Like, you're going to get, um, you know, fired or anything for marijuana use. So, he was doing something else. I don't know exactly what he was doing, but 
It was a lot more serious than that. Didn't he fucking... Didn't they, like, cancel the match he was gonna have at SummerSlam with Rollins? Was it because of this? Or, like, mentioned there? I mean, possibly, dude. It could have been that. Exactly. But wasn't he still on the show? Like, he... They still did some kind of, like, brawl instead of doing the actual match, from what I remember. Uh, So it's not like they sent his ass home. But, yeah, I mean, this is just uh, unfortunate for Riddle, especially during this time uh, of the year with WrestleMania fucking coming up and shit. So hopefully he can still come back and be put into a prime spot. Well, hopefully everything works out. Um, don't know what's going to happen. Well, I'm looking at here, I don't know how accurate this is, but it says that he was suspended because he tested positive for cocaine and MDMA. (laughs) Um, second suspension, and then that he would go to rehab for 30 days, one more suspension, it could mean chopping block for Riddle. Oh, well, hopefully that's not the case. Isn't that the reason why it didn't work in the UFC, because he couldn't pass the drug test? Yeah, but back then it was for marijuana. But now it's... Yeah, now it has to be something different from marijuana because uh, WWE is so lax about it now. I mean, Randy Orton... um, I mean, his whole gimmick was that he smoked weed. I didn't know that um, they had, like, taken that off of their their policy. I don't think it's taken off. I think there's still... Like I I said, I think there's still a fine uh, for it, but it's not... Like, you're going to get fired or suspended for, for doing it. Um, I mean, Damn. it could be true. I, I, I need to look into it a little bit more that they don't even test for it anymore. But I know that Orton, had, I think in his most recent, like, Broken School Sessions, uh, was telling Austin that they would just pay their fines up front for that year. Because they know that they that you get drug tested, like, three times a year or two times a year. And any time that you get busted for marijuana... You would uh they there was like a specific like a fine a specific amount so Orton would just pay that fine up front at the beginning of the year letting them know like well i'm gonna get busted for that at least and so get paid you know in the nfl where they find you for celebrations like you can enjoy it in that moment but you are gonna have to pay for it later yeah and they can care less at that point wow um all right moving on a little bit so uh, do you want to bring up Tony Khan? So Tony Khan announces that the future of Ring of Honor TV will live on the newly launched Honor Club. Uh, I don't think it's newly launched. It's kind of like a reopening of it because there was an Honor Club beforehand. Uh, it's going to be for $9.99 a month. Uh, they plan to have a lot of crossovers with NJPW as well as having Ring of Honor wrestlers on NJPW, which there's not really a lot of Ring of Honor wrestlers anyways. Um... And uh, apparently, so whenever the pay-per-views do happen, they're still going to be on Bleacher Report. And I don't know what WBD is. Um, but it will be, the pay-per-views will be available on Honor Club 90 days after the fact. Um, I don't know how good this is going to be. Like, I know there is a crowd for Ring of Honor, but I don't know if 999 is going to be worth what they're providing especially if the pay-per-views are going to be on their 90 days after the fact yeah i mean I- i'd pay like three to five bucks for this at the most honestly because it's i'm not gonna pay ten dollars for fucking ring of honor shit that i honestly don't care too much about i didn't watch ring of honor like that um regularly when it was hot um uh, 
I recognize the talent that's come out of it, uh, but I mean, I, I'm not gonna pay for this. I mean, yeah, he the same price, bro. That's what I'm saying. Like, like WWE Network or Peacock is worth the same price with ads, of course. I think you have to pay a little bit extra without ads, but still, like, you're getting all the pay per views and everything, and you get movies and shows that are not WWE related as well. So. It's yeah, you get a lot more out of that, and this I don't feel is worth that price. Like you said, three or five dollars. I'd honestly just pay three. Um, when most of this stuff, honestly, just rip it, just rip it online. Uh, okay, <laughs> it's just not worth it. I don't, I don't know if it's gonna be good. Um, Ring of Honor was on free TV, their their channel, but of course, syndication, they're not gonna get that at this point anymore. Um, so. You can show it more on their actual AW TV show. Um, I know they have at times, but there's been certain complaints here and there that, well, why don't they show that footage of whatever rivalry they're talking about, even if it's on the corner of the screen, uh, while you know the wrestlers are making their entrances and they're trying to fucking refer back to a time where they had a feud in Ring of Honor or some shit that. The casual fan and even a wrestling fan like myself didn't know about. So there's better uses for this video library that Tony Khan has purchased, but um, I don't know if $9.99 a month is. Um, I'm sure some people are gonna pay for it, uh, but it's the people that are already watching the show as it is, and it's not gonna bring in any more viewers uh, for somebody that wants to check it out and see what this is about. So. I don't know, just my opinion. Yeah, it's it's a bit ridiculous, but I mean, what to see? Honestly, felt like they should have just um, went the YouTube route and just done everything on YouTube. I don't think they needed to um, make a whole subscription service for this, or if they were gonna make a subscription service, they. I don't know. It, it there. It's too early in their infancy to even do this. The reason why they can't give away the pay per views for free right away is because they need to make money off of those pay per view buys. So they're not going to give away anything for free. It's just not going to happen like that, or even for nine ninety nine a month. That's I don't know. But they I thought he really... was gonna thought he was gonna announce like when or how the. TV show he's been trying to get for Ring of Honor was going to be or what. Apparently, that's still going to be announced later. Uh, this is but, it, dude. But, I mean, who gives a fuck about the Honor Club? I knew... I found out they had some kind of subscription thing before Tony Khan bought it. But I never considered buying it. I didn't look up or research more about it. I just heard that they had some kind of subscription thing. But, um... Do you know what that entailed, or by any chance? Well, this this Ring of Honor uh, TV, like the Ring of Honor TV, is going to be on the Ring of Honor Club. So, like their weekly television shows are on Honor Club. Uh you got to pay nine ninety nine a fucking month to see the weekly show. That's what I'm saying. Like they should have, they should have just uh, done the. Uh, they should have just got rid of Dark and put Ring of Honor there. Dude, Axis TV has Impact Wrestling. I know that they probably won't be able to have two wrestling companies like that on the same network, but um, they can't find like a 
you know, low budget network or channel like fucking Axis TV to add Ring of Honor and fucking Tony Khan backing uh, the company here to, you know, put their fucking show on their network. Um, or maybe that's coming and we just got to wait on the announcement. I mean, shit. Impact's on the air. Well, I mean, Impact has had a longer um, run on, you know, actual TV. So they have a they have something, I guess, to lie on. But yeah, Ring of Honor. But there's TV. a reason why they were on Spike at at one point, which was a, a hot channel at that time. I don't even think it's Spike anymore. Um, it's it's and, um it's Paramount. Yeah, and then now they're on Access TV. At one point, they were on Destination America. I mean, who even watches like that? The normal consumer that pays for TV service like that, they don't have those channels, I, w- I wouldn't think. Unless you have Dish Network. Why, well, even at that, I don't think they were that good. I mean, I think I had Access TV when I had a basic package uh, with Dish. Mm, I don't remember the packages. <laughs> I don't remember. You don't remember? Nah. For some reason, I thought you would have, but... uh. No, it's because I didn't really have. I didn't really use the TV. Like I gave it to mom, <laughs> so she had did it. Did you? Did you used to work there or something, buddy? Uh, yeah, I did. So yeah, it was horrible. Um, ten out of ten would not recommend. Um, yes, it was. But going forward, more Tony Khan. Um, uh, same time frame in which it was announced. So Tony Khan says that 2022 was the best year ever for AEW reviews. That it's almost 100% guaranteed that next year we'll have Forbidden Door two. He also says there's a lot of AEW and NJPW, especially with Wrestle Kingdom um, in January. Hints at big news coming in January. So, I mean, there are more news that he's going to be um, providing um, come Wrestle Kingdom, I'm guessing. Um, I don't know. A lot of people probably seeing this as him doing something with Sasha Banks, especially because Wrestle Kingdom is where she's going to be at. Um, I mean, NJPW and AEW partnership is not anything new. And that's the only big thing that's happening. Um, not the only big thing. I mean, the biggest thing outside of the, you know, the wrestling of Wrestle Kingdom, but stories, Sasha Banks, the biggest story. Um, so I'm hoping that's the big news, but we'll see. I'm not really hoping that because I don't think Sasha Banks is going to be in AEW. And we'll probably get into that a little bit more in a little bit. Yes, we will. But this also seems like there's a lot of things going on right now with Sasha Banks, and I feel like they're pulling from each side. Uh, We'll go ahead and actually just get into that. So there's a lot of different things going on or coming out right now about Sasha Banks. And um, yeah, so Dave Meltzer was saying on the Wrestling Observer Radio that NJPW cannot afford to pay the numbers. WWE was willing to pay her Sasha Banks. Um, I can say that. AW could obviously afford that so is it a deal where she does both so is he saying like AEW basically is going to foot the bill to have her in NJPW now now that I've said this I do want to um, run back to this other report um, that's been on here so they're saying that uh, Sausage Bank at this point is free and clear to sign with any other promotion after January 4th and NJPW has agreed to the most expensive per appearance deal in their history to bring her in for Wrestle Kingdom. 
Uh, for re reference, NJPW's most expensive deal to date was Chris Jericho's 100000 per appearance. Sasha's agreement is said to be making her more per appearance than any NJPW Okada, in Okada included. So, these two different reports, I'm not sure where this second report's coming from, so it could all just be bullshit. But, this one is saying that NJPW can definitely pay her per appearance on their own. Dave Meltzer saying that they wouldn't be able to do that, and AEW could. So, is it possible that Sasha Banks goes to AEW? I think so. I don't want her to, but I think so. What do you think? I, I know that this is probably going to happen, and if it does, I've been saying that she's going to go to AEW, but the thing is... I, I said she wouldn't go to New Japan. It sounds like she's going to do both if this is true. So, um, But I, I think AEW is going to feel like that um, primary company that she's working for. I, I don't think people will see her more as a New Japan wrestler. Um, or how the fuck this is even going to work. But there's even some people saying that Dave Meltzer is making this shit up. Because he says, oh, this is going to happen but that could all change or whatever so it's, he's kind of covering his own ass uh in this so i don't know if how much you may believe in what dave Meltzer says i mean he's been right about some stuff but um who knows this this could be false man this could be wwe's way just to kind of you know throw some rumors out there and, and shit like that mix i don't know i don't think she's done because didn't the news of her being released or where she's able to work with, you know, anybody come out after it came out that she was going to go to New Japan? Like, it didn't make any sense to me because I'm like, well, when the fuck did she get released? Because I feel like something that big we would have known by now. Uh, you know, maybe guys here and there can fly under the radar, but majority of these wrestlers we know if they got released or whatever... Or is it saying that she isn't released, but she's open to fucking talking? What, what's going on there? I, I feel like it's saying that she's released at this point. Like, she's ready. She, she's no longer with any uh, company. Of course, WWE is not going to announce it that Sasha Banks no longer with the company. They already put her out of the out of the main roster a whole, whole like, a long-ass time ago when she first left. So, it's not like this whole fiasco is just... Whatever. I think sh she is no longer with the company. She's out of any compete clause that she can do. She can go ahead and actually wrestle anywhere now. I think that's what they were talking about. I think they're talking about her non-compete clause. I think that's over with now. So I think she's just going to be a New Japan wrestler. And the only reason why I think this is because... I feel like her being a New Japan wrestler, she can go back and forth from California because I feel like she's going to be doing some Hollywood shit along with wrestling. I don't know. That's just me. I still don't think she's going to be joining AEW. I feel like this is more of her um, also staying in good touch with, with WWE. Who knows? WWE could be helping her with this New Japan deal. Do you think that it's better for WWE not to announce it? Because if they do announce it, it may kill like some of that hype of well what's gonna happen but then again if you look at it on the other side it's like 
well, now we know she's going to show up somewhere else and we're just waiting on it. What, what do you think is better? If they announce it or they don't? If they don't announce it, it's... Uh, besides, they have all these different new wrestling news media talking about it the whole time. So it's just going to be more publicity for Wrestle Kingdom, more buys for Wrestle Kingdom. And another reason why uh, you could think that WWE is helping out with uh, getting Sasha this deal with New Japan... Um, it was also announced that WWE and New Japan Pro Wrestling have come to terms for an agreement for Carl Anderson to wrestle at Wrestle Kingdom 17 next month. Um, so this is uh, Anderson's appearance is historical in a way because it's the first ever contracted WWE talent to work with New Japan. And we know that Sasha Banks is one of Triple H's girls. Like that's that's one of his OGs. So you can see how Triple H could and want her to do whatever she wants to do uh which i know that she's talked about it before in the past and in small documentaries that she's in even in her return documentary she talked about how she went to japan to to um practice or or train with other wrestlers there that she looked up to so i mean sasha banks is loves wrestling through and through and i feel like she just wants to wrestle for New Japan because that's something that's on her bucket list. And that's a good point that you brought up that uh, Triple H, um, you know, that's one of his girls there. So um, I'm sure like when he took over, it was just a matter of time before he picked up the phone and said, hey, Sasha, let's talk. Because I think at that point, yeah, she did want to leave. I'm sure they talked. Triple H probably said, hey, well, what do you want to do or how can i help you you know whatever so she probably said hey well i love japan this and that and let's work something out where i can you know participate in the biggest show they have uh and honestly man this is sasha banks making her mark in the wrestling business because what she's about to do if, she, if this is all true could you know we can look back you know years later and be like that was something special because, yes, she's been presented as a star in WWE uh, more than most of that roster. But if you want to go off of accomplishments of titles and stuff like that, she hasn't had really any memorable title runs. The best one was the one that she eventually dropped to Bianca, uh, the, you know, uh, this year, last year, whatever the fuck it was. But um, but yeah, man. But Bailey. Uh, Becky, even if Bailey hasn't had the that main event match or whatever, still, you know, the title run that she had, she carried that women's fucking division on her back during the COVID era while Becky was gone. I don't think she gets enough credit sometimes, but uh, Charlotte is held up to that fucking standard. And even though you may say Sasha's, you could argue she's the most talented one out of all of them, maybe, but no, I, I don't think so. Um, she hasn't been at their level, I feel. And that's probably part of the frustration why she left in the first place. So it's going to be crazy, man. I can't wait to see what happens here. But I want to see her in AEW. And AEW needs it. They honestly the biggest, do. The biggest pile of... of uh, oh, shit. I, <laughs> I forgot the word. That's the biggest pile of speculation I've ever heard. Um, but no, you're right. I mean, there's a lot of things that could factor into all this. And we'll have to see and wait. We're only a month away from Wrestle Kingdom. So that's going to be a great event to be... To be honest, um, there's a, a lot of good matches that are going to happen there. Now, though, I did want to bring in something uh, I don't know if you actually heard about. We actually didn't talk about putting this in here. 
Um, I just remembered it. So it's being reported that Vince McMahon is intending to return to WWE. What? Where did you he, read that? It was it was today actually. I heard that at the same time that he's intending to go back to WWE, as this is reported, he's actually being sued by two other people. Uh, same shit. Uh, <laughs> uh, so apparently, he told people close to him that he received bad advice to step down and believes the allegations against him would have blown over had he stayed in power. So, um, that's something that's going out there. Another thing I'm reading in this is that um, Mr. McMahon, or Vince McMahon, uh, remains the majority owner and stakeholder of WWE and retains more individual voting power than anyone else in the company. If this is the case, then... um, that suggests that there is at least some level of possibility that McMahon could return to his previous positions with WWE at some point. But if the board of directors decides to block him or even take legal action against him, it may not be a realistic option. So it does seem like Vince McMahon does want to come back. He's just like every other wrestler, bro. You you retire, you leave wrestling, but you can't leave it. You know what I mean? So, I mean... I say no. <laughs> Vince, stay away. Get the fuck away. <laughs> like, stay away. See that back. too? That's crazy. That's he could basically bring himself back because he has that power, right? Like yes, uh, but like they said, the the board of directors could decide to block him, attempt to, or even take legal action against him. Um, so I don't know how they could do that. It's being said in the report that I'm reading. They um, will. Or they would. They could. Not saying they will, but they could if they feel like they have to. But that's why it's it's very important that what Triple H is doing is actually making them money. Because if the board of directors is seeing like, oh, where they're making us money, they'll probably not want Vince McMahon back. But um, if they do a mania, because I hear that the only reason why this previous mania kind of sold better was because of Austin... But other than that, I did hear some complaints about like how the show did in ticket sales. Um, so if you know they can fucking top last year's you know mania revenue, keep Triple H, man. Well, they're in a bigger arena this year, right? The is it though? Because I mean, Cowboy Stadium is pretty big. Um, oh, true. It's because this is this is the Rams' new stadium, I think. Yeah, it, it's SoFi sta- uh, Stadium. Uh, in Los Angeles, but AT&T Stadium capacity, um, I'm looking it up right now, but it says seating capacity is 80,000, but can be reconfigured to hold around 100,000, for example, WrestleMania, which I think that's what they drew when they went in WrestleMania 32. Now, we have heard that they inflate the numbers, so... You know, there's been that joke, so I, I don't know what the real number is, but that's how much they can hold. Now, look at SoFi Stadium. I see that they can hold up to 70,000 people. It doesn't say what it can be reconfigured to. Mm-hmm. Long story short, at and Stadium is bigger. Yeah, at and Stadium is bigger, but if they can pull more numbers, because they can, that's a possibility they can, they can pull more numbers, because I think... The WrestleMania, um, this past WrestleMania, it's like a hundred. They said one hundred and ten thousand people. There's probably like roughly like around ninety-one thousand people. So there was a bunch of tickets that didn't sell. I think 
um, more or less. I know that's around the, the the ballpark of what they actually got as opposed to what they announced. Um, but I mean, there's also been uh, reports lately stating that that um, WWE events have actually been selling out a lot more recently. Even this past Monday night, I believe, was sold out. That I believe, and I have heard that. So, I don't know, man. It could be. It, it's different now. It's different. WWE is completely different. So, Vince McMahon coming back in, honestly, would just ruin everything. It just, just He would just fuck everything up. How, um, uh, how many WrestleManias do you think that they've actually sold out? Probably, like, at least the first three, for sure. Maybe the first four. I feel like the first couple were, were sold out. I think once we hit the eights and tens, I don't even remember the main events of those ones, but at least the first three. They, um, I, I, I'm, I was trying to find it, but I can't find it. But, I mean, I think they sold out Russ Minute 17, didn't they, in Toronto? Oh, wait, that one was a Houston, was it? Oh, I'm such a fake fan. <laughs> yeah, 17 was in Houston. I think that was sold out. But I think you're right. I think WrestleMania 19 was sold out as well. Those are big years, man. 2000 might have been sold out too, but that wasn't a stadium. That was just... And 18 was in Canada. That's the one I think I was thinking about. That one was in Toronto, wasn't it? Yes, I believe so. Okay. I, I thought I was a big fan there. Anyways, but yeah, man. I mean, they're going to top it from last year. I know it because it's going to be big. Big Main Street. It feels bigger. Yeah, it does feel bigger. Speaking of WrestleMania, um, they say they're saying that um, Triple H has all the top matches laid out for WrestleMania 39. Goes Hollywood and bring and barring any injury, the current WrestleMania plans will not change. Um, this also says a refreshing sight of things you love to hear, if true, which it is because I mean, as you know, with Vince McMahon, as we were talking about right now, was always changing things. From one week to the next, um, matches that were supposed to happen at Mania, like Mania matches. I think a couple with these past couple of years, they were even reporting that the Mania matches weren't set until like a week before the whole thing. Like they could have changed at any time. Like they weren't set set. Um, so it is nice now thinking about it. Um, what are the matches that could be set at this point? We have heard that Brock Lesnar versus Gunther is going to happen. Which I'm all for, a hundred percent. That's going to be a heavy hitter. If 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 Lesnar does business, if you, because it's all up to him, to be honest. You imagine if Hunter beats Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. Do you think Les is Lesnar in that stage of his career where he's just going to be putting people over like that? This could be the start. I don't I don't know, man. I don't know if he's going to put over Gunther. And he didn't technically lose to Bobby Lashley. I think that was DQ, wasn't it? He the SummerSlam one. He did like a quick roll up, like Bobby was fucking him up all fucking match, and then he ends up doing like some kind of like quick pin, and then boom, it's over. Bobby can't believe it. So yeah, that was a weird one. And then he beat him by DQ uh, at the Rumble. So Bobby's look stronger now, and honestly, bro, I would have. Gunter win here. This could be uh, one of those moments where you put over that next guy, which we didn't see that with uh, Cena and Rusev, Cena and Bray. 
um for yeah. what should have happened there man true and uh but i mean lesnar gunter it's gonna be a hell of a match i i really hope that lesnar is gonna work because if he doesn't want to work it's not gonna be great but if he does want to work it's probably gonna be one of the best matches of the night honestly how would you book it like how would you set that up because i would say rumble they can meet in the rumble as many many um, wrestlemania matches have happened uh kurt angle versus Shawn michaels comes to mind but I mean, yeah, that'd be the easiest way to book. I honestly would not know how to book these two together because right now Lesnar's not doing anything. Uh, Gunther is doing his own thing. Um, he's still IC champion. I think he's going up against Nakamura or some shit like that. I don't fucking know what's going on right now. Start the rumble with Lesnar at one and then have Gunther come out and do this face off and have Gunther eliminate Lesnar before the third guy comes out and be this fucking what the fuck. Ooh. He just Lesnar and then Brock's obsessed with you know like this fucking younger guy you know coming up and he's a fucking beast i don't know something like that that actually would work really well because then it would actually play on how like lesnar like lesnar come out of uh at number one and gunter comes out at two because lesnar coming out at number one would be like oh shit here we go again we're gonna have lesnar like destroy the whole freaking roster and then like Gunter comes out number two, like those ones aren't announced, and ah, the crowd goes crazy. But the only problem with that is that they do normally have like those roles already announced ahead of time. Yeah, man, because I mean, that would be a great way to kick it off. It'd be a moment. Uh, and yeah, you don't want the same thing to happen where they've already done that, where Lesnar's fucking throwing out people or whatever. Maybe he doesn't get to throw out Gunter and then the next guy comes out. Um, but no, that this would be a better moment, I think. But I don't think they'll do it that way. Maybe not. Maybe maybe they'll do him in number one. They'll never know. Because I'm trying to think what it would, how it would work better for the Rumble. I mean, it, it technically was how it happened with um, McIntyre. But McIntyre ended up winning the whole thing, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Uh, so, I mean, we'll have to see with that one. Another match that's more than likely going to happen, although they may want you to not believe it's going to happen, is Cena in theory. This is what is apparently being said. So there's three um, potential opponents are being discussed for John Cena at WrestleMania, with Austin Theory allegedly, this is big allegedly, being the least likely option. The other two are Logan Paul and LA Knight. Now, let's just say that Austin Theory isn't the top pick for Cena. The only person out of the two that would make that would be like money is Logan Paul. But I don't think there's any way that we aren't going to get the Paul brothers versus the, the bloodline at Mania. There's just no way. I mean, yeah, who else are you going to bring in? I mean, they're not going to bring in because uh, Boosters have already beaten everybody like it has to be the the Paul brothers. It's not like they're gonna fucking bring in FTR right now out of nowhere, and it's you know them and the Usos. But it's the Hardys all over again. And I mean, FTR coming back would be fucking crazy. And I know they are at one uh, one day. But anyways, uh, it has to be Austin Theory, man. I understand the Logan Paul factor. Even he's been teasing it on his social media. Um. Ellie Knight, though, that kind of came out of nowhere. Um, I mean, 
LA Knight seems believable too, in a sense, because LA Knight is, like I've told you before, he's that mid card guy that you can believe he can, like upper mid card guy that you can believe can beat anybody, but is put in that spot so that when someone beats him, it means something. Because LA Knight is already older. They're not going to use him as a top talent. I don't think he's ever going to be in line for a WWE Championship match. Um, maybe a match, but never actually get the title. Like, I just don't see it. He has to put himself way over with everybody else. And I, I don't I don't envision that. It has to be Theory, bro. Like, it has to be. nobody deserves it more than Theory to have this moment right now. As a young guy coming up, this is how you make the stars of tomorrow. You fucking put Theory in this match. And you have him beat Cena. And create this story of like, well, this this could be it. This could be, you know, Cena's last hurrah. And it has to be Theory, man. This is how you make Theory. Because last year, he got beat by fucking Pat McAfee, who's not even a wrestler. As weird as he is, he's not a wrestler. Um, and then they did the whole thing with uh, Austin or whatever uh, and McMahon. I just felt like theory deserved more last year as cool as that moment was to me this is how you make him though going going forward well yeah like he's, he's in a different place i'm i'm i want to see john cena versus austin theory for the u.s title i just thought about something right now so they're saying that the matches that let's let's move on to the next match because i think theory cena for the u.s title would be the perfect setting for this and um for the perfect setting for cena to put theory over but so the matches we want to see the main event either rock and roman cody and roman that picture we talked about i think last week um let's go back to that picture so it was rock and roman um night two cody and roman night one um what if it's not completely set in stone for that, but it's actually Cody versus Rollins for a shot at the title on night two, with Roman and Rock still going on the night that that same night. Something like um, that. That could work because the two winners would then have two matches, and it's kind of even. Yeah, you know, what I mean? um, and like dude, both, both of them happening like in. That, that night, or that, maybe the same night. I don't know. but That's uh, not a factor we discussed last week, and that's that's pretty interesting. That could actually work because I'm hearing, ever since we talked about it last week, I'm hearing more and more about that this could be a reality, that this could be what they actually do, which is, you know, Roman going back-to-back. Back. But what you just said there, that could be better. I like that, actually. Yeah, but, well, I was also thinking because you were saying, you know, Seth Rollins' face or whatever the hell now. <laughs> yeah. He's still he's still here. I think he's a trainer. If anything, he's a trainer. Because um, he still has the heelish um, uh, tendencies. But I think if at the end of that match of Cody and Rollins, if Cody were to win for, what, a fourth time? Uh, uh, yeah, this Rollins, would be part four, yeah. If he wins a fourth time against Rollins, then they can bury the hatchet, shake hands at the end of it, and Rollins be like, go get him. 
Oh. Like do or like oh. do it for the dream or something like that. Dude, I love that. I love that. Cause uh I know we talked about this today off the air, but um I felt like it was unnecessary the way that they ended it because it after that cell match, like that could have been the moment where he gets Cody's respect because of what he just pulled off. So um the fact that they added to it the night after and then they send Cody away. I felt like it's like, oh, now you have this, this fucking hole you gotta fill because you left that there, um, hanging and waiting until Cody gets back. But then now, as we get closer to Mania, you want to start to see where he gets in position to, you know, go for Roman. But what about Rollins? Like, yeah, um, it could really create an extra dynamic. And honestly, that's probably what they're gonna have to do, just because of the fact that Roman's part-time he's not gonna be on every fucking show now sometimes we don't see him for a while rock is the same way i'm sure they'll be around more and more as we get closer to mania but the rock's still busy man i mean still got shit to do roman still got you know time off he can use i don't know but <laughs> that's gonna carry us that's gonna be the main event feud going into yeah, mania for sure roman's got roman's got pto built up Dude, yeah, he's been fucking saving it up for years. Two years. And, okay, now I'm going to finally fucking use it because nobody's <laughs> on my level anyway, so. It really is. It's, more, he's, he's, it's, he's top, man. He's top, top. Most anticipated matches every time he comes back. Exactly, but this goes back to what we were talking about at the beginning of this episode as far as uh, WrestleMania coming up and these next four or five months that are going to be very interesting for how it shapes out and uh, I am here for it all. It's exciting. It's very exciting. Now, um, that's pretty much all we have in terms of news that's going on right now. It's pretty crazy what's happening um, in wrestling. Let's go ahead and just do our segment. It's probably going to be a short episode, by the way. Kofi right. Kingston. 15-time world champion. I oh, mean, uh, tag. Yeah. Let's go. Ahead. Let's just bring that up real quick. Give props to <laughs> Kofi Kingston, who has now officially broken the record for most tag title reigns in WWE history. Uh, now record 15-time tag team champion with the most coming, of course, with the New Day. But he's also held tag team titles with uh, CM Punk. Who? Yet uh, tag titles with R-Truth when he was doing the little Jimmy thing. Our truth. He also has tag titles with Evan Bourne. Oh yeah, um, Airborne. I like that team. Airborne. Um, I can't think of anybody else. He's had some tag teams. <laughs> Let's just say that. Yes, a lot of Intercontinental titles, a lot of U.S. titles, uh, a WWE title. This guy, Royal Rumble moments, Money in the Bank moments. This guy is a uh, first bad Hall of Famer. Has been for a long time. Oh yeah, yeah. No, he's for sure going to the Hall of Fame. This. If you say it differently, you're just crazy. You're just a hater at that point. Well, maybe, do you think Vince Russo thinks that uh, he should be in the Hall of Fame? I think Vince Russo thinks that he, his nutsack should be in the Hall of Fame so he can just fuck off. <laughs> fuck that guy. But yeah. Alrighty, so we're going to go ahead and go into a little segment. A um, little fun one. I'm going to go ahead and quiz Daniel on his knowledge of taglines for WrestleMania. I'm not going to go too far back because he hasn't been watching wrestling all his life. I know mean, he's seen most of these WrestleManias at least one point or another. Um, just because of the network. Shout out Peacock. Don't get off my Peacock. I'm excited for this one. How many did you get? 
Uh, I'm just gonna read off the ones that I feel <laughs> I have as most as I can. So we're gonna. I'm gonna. Ten I'm seconds. gonna start off a little bit soon. Um, I'll give you. I'll give you ten seconds, and I'm gonna count in my head because I don't. Ha- I don't have a timer to look at this at the same time. All right, count slow. Alrighty, I'm gonna give you an easy one. You let me know which one it is, and we'll go. All right. So first one, once in a lifetime. Swear twenty eight. Ooh, that was easy for you, buddy. What's your problem? Here, I'm going to throw another quick and easy one for you real quick. Because it's stupid as hell. The most stupendous WrestleMania. That's what it's created, Dallas. Yeah, that one was stupid as fuck. Alrighty, alrighty. Let's see, let's see. Let's get something going. Alrighty, alrighty. Icon versus Icon. Uh, WrestleMania 18, uh, Rock and Hogan, Toronto. Ooh. There's actually two other ones, apparently. The absolute best ever. And the one and only. Uh, let's see here. All right, all right. Here's another one. Where it all begins again. Swing of 23, all grown up. No. No. Is it? No, it's not. You literally said it, and I was going to say that one later. You bastard. <laughs> it was just the rest of 20. It was WrestleMania 20. Yeah, because they went back to the garden. And I knew <laughs> it right after I said the other one. God, I, I marked you, you, that. was my first video. WrestleMania 23 was my first video. I marked the fuck out right there. You literally said the tagline. I don't know how you could do that. You said the tagline. They <laughs> got it wrong. Right, yes. WrestleMania 23. Oh, no. That's funny. <laughs> All right. The biggest WrestleMania ever. So, what? The biggest WrestleMania ever? Yep. Is that supposed to be every year, right? Um, dude, I don't know. I want to say, like, a big-ass stadium. Like, I don't know that guess. one. Just give a guess. Just a random one, then. Just give a guess. Okay, uh, say it again. The biggest WrestleMania ever. Dude, I don't know. WrestleMania uh, 35? WrestleMania 27. The biggest WrestleMania ever? Or what was it? That, I don't remember that at all. I think that was the one in the stadium. Like the first stadium show. WrestleMania oh, 27 wow. is the uh, Atlanta one where Cena and Miz fucking uh, main evented. Damn. Uh, yeah, I think so. Oh, so that wasn't the first arena one. I think the first arena one was 26. Um, Damn, that's crazy. Alrighty, easy one. Is, well, WrestleMania goes Hollywood. I was at twenty one in LA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let's see, where is it? At? Where is that? I'm a man in every corner. Uh, WrestleMania two thousand. All right, well, all right, all right. I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one. Do you remember? Uh, uh, I'll give you brownie oh, points. <laughs> what number was it? WrestleMania two thousand was sixteen. Okay, okay, okay. You're cheating. I bet you anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like responding right away. <laughs> Don't try to Google it. Uh, let's see here. Takes the fun out of it, sir. All right, man. Bigger, <laughs> better, badder. This one's probably gonna be hard for you. This is hard. A bigger, better, badder. Wasn't that the tagline for one of the 2K games or something like that? I don't remember yeah. that being WrestleMania. That must be like something in the last 10 years, though. It wasn't. It was further back. Which one was it? 
It was further back. I, it, was, it was within the first 10 years. So just give a guess which one could be bigger, better, better. Uh, WrestleMania 6? Ah, it was 3. Okay. Bigger, better, better. Come on, baby. I guess bigger, better, better. Three. Bigger, better, better. Didn't know if that was the tagline. That's crazy. Uh, yeah, it's pretty crazy. Um, I didn't know that they had taglines like that uh, when they first started doing WrestleManias. Like, I mean, there's always a tagline, but they, they gotta they gotta promote it somehow, right? Like um, the one you said, WrestleMania 2000. I didn't know that was the tagline for it. I just knew what mania you were talking about because of that match. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's good um, stuff. It usually goes along with the with the shit. Um, that one makes sense. Okay, so next one, uh, big time. WrestleMania twenty two in Chicago. Man, you watch them too much. Not the <laughs> the raging climax. What the fuck? The raging yeah. climax? <laughs> You're trolling. That's not a real. The either f- this list, either this this is wrong or that's it, dude. <laughs> that's that's one. Dude, that's not real. It's real, bro. Actually, I think I did see this one. Is that a porno? No. <laughs> Take a guess which one it is. Um, can you tell me if it was in the first 15 years or the last 15? First 15. Uh, that's probably why. Um, fuck, WrestleMania 12? Brett and Sean? I don't know. No, that, that was like a Hollywood one too, I think. Kind of. It, was, it wasn't 12. It was actually WrestleMania 15. You can look it up on it, dude. It, like Even like the boxes of it, the Raging hey, Climax. The Raging Climax to Rock in Austin or what? Because that was the main event that year. That's... Uh, yeah. Wow. A Raging Climax. That's... You, you got any more of these? It's pretty fun. Uh, let me let me look at let me look at these ones. Uh, a raging climax. Wow. <laughs> I'm trying to see which ones. Uh, which could you guess this one? Houston, we have a problem. Uh, is seventeen. Yeah, that's an easy one because it Dude, says in the fucking climax. That's such a attitude era thing, don't you think? Like, yeah, very. I don't I don't know what the hell that that's about. Alright, what um, else you got? Fuck. Man. man. The rest aren't even that great, to be honest. Um, the Ultimate Challenge? Uh, that's WrestleMania 12. Brent Sean. No. no. Ultimate it's Challenge? It's WrestleMania 6. Hogan and Ultimate Warrior. What? Uh, Ultimate that's Challenge. Ultimate on, challenge a one-hour Iron Man match. I mean, who can go one hour? Dude, I can barely go five. <laughs> what else you got there? Oh man, it's the ultimate throw ride. That's WrestleMania 33. Oh man, I didn't think you were gonna get that one. Um, there's some missing in here and there on this list. Uh, I'm only gonna do one more, and then we'll call it. We'll call it here. Um, this one's not too crazy. I should have left the raging comics for the end, but oh well. I always come early. Um, dare to dream. Dare to dream is that um WrestleMania twelve? No, it's not. It's WrestleMania nineteen. Okay, that one I did not know. I, I was hoping you were gonna say like WrestleMania thirty. Let the good times roll. I like that one, but uh, um, they they had thirty, but I think they put it in a different language, so <laughs> I didn't understand it. Oh, I see. So, uh, that was fun. 
That one's pretty cool. I didn't, I didn't, once I started actually, the Raging Climax is probably the best one. And it's like 15. Come on. The True. first meeting True. of Rock and Austin, it's the Raging Climax. That's a trip. That's. I had never heard of that. I might have <laughs> to do some research on that and probably a porno will come out. Um, Dude, yeah, I, I, I promise you. Don't look it up like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's. That's gonna be it, man. That's gonna do it for this uh, for today's episode. Um, like us on Twitter, let's wrestle, let wrestle pod. Um, check out our link tree; it'll show you different ways to listen to the podcast. Um, hope you guys are having fun. We're having a lot of fun here. Um, uh, Dan, I know you wanted to say something before we get off, so go ahead and say it. And we'll we'll end it there. Nice to go. So, um, yeah, man. Uh, <clears throat> first of all, I just want to say like. Sh- Thank you if you do listen to the the show every once in a while or whatever or when you do, uh, we always appreciate that. But uh, you know we always try to keep like a kind of an upbeat uh, vibe to the podcast, even though we, sometimes we get into some arguments about wrestling or whatever. But that's the fun of being a wrestling fan uh, that you can debate it there. But uh, just wanted to give a quick you know just positive message uh, for whoever is happening to be listening to this and can take something from it. But Sometimes we just kind of need a reminder about, um, you know, really working on your mental health. I think it's something that doesn't get talked about um, more uh, in these days, especially with social media. Uh, I think there's a lot of peer pressure anxiety, I feel, where, you know, you, you'll get judged if you do start kind of discussing that stuff. But if if at any point you go through something like that or you have gone through something uh, or you're currently going through something right now, um, you know, reach out for help. We all go through battles um, in our lives. Uh, you know, one person is different than the other as far as what they're having to deal with, um, you know, every day. And as much as we try to do a good job in, uh, you know, taking care of what we need to take care of, um, things that we have to juggle at the same time can be a lot, can be overwhelming at times. Um, so like I said, reach out, um, help, call somebody, text somebody. Uh, let them know how you're feeling, but um, you're not alone in this world. Um, there is help out there, and um, yeah, man, just spread a lot of love, and that, that's what it's about. Got to be here for each other. Got to be here for you know people around you, and um, yeah, man, just wanted to spread a, a, a positive message. If you want to add anything to that, Nico, that'd be be great. Nah, man, you said it. You said it all. Um... It's good. It's real good. So with that, everybody, y'all have a good night, good day, whenever the fuck you're listening to this. See you later. Latest.